brutal animal cruelty leads to a stiff sentence for a D.C. man. I'm Luke Lukert. More information on the murder of an auto mechanic in Tacoma Park. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. And a week of major deals on Capitol Hill. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Tom Pody in Washington, where President Biden is back in isolation in the White House residence after telling the world that he has tested positive again for what doctors are now calling a case of rebound COVID. That after he took an otherwise effective COVID drug, but one that does sometimes have this rebound effect. How frequently? It's not exactly known because this Paxlovid is so effective in, against preventing hospitalizations for these more serious COVID cases. It was kind of rushed onto the market, and so the data is still coming in. Uh, the head of the COVID response team here at the White House says these relapse cases are rare and they're in the single digits. But the good news is even if you rebound, most of these cases are mild. 90% of people who take this stay out of the hospital. The president is not going back on the medication. He's just going to isolate and wait until he gets another negative COVID test. Correspondent Christina Ruffini at the White House. And there is more worry in some major cities tonight about the monkeypox virus following San Francisco and New York State. New York City has now declared a public health emergency because of its rapid spread and shortage of vaccines. Correspondent Michael George is in New York. After three visits to the ER, David Watson has a warning for people who take monkeypox lightly. It is the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my 47 years on this planet. And I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. But right now, the demand for the vaccine is outpacing supply. Many are finding it difficult to get an appointment for a shot. I have been asking for a vaccine since the middle of June. And overseas, Spain and Brazil report their first deaths from monkeypox. Now to Ukraine, five months into its war against invading Russia. Kiev now calling on the United Nations and the Red Cross to, investigating, to investigate the deaths of dozens of prisoners of war held by Russian-backed separatists. The latest horror from Ukraine. Charred bodies. Ukraine claims Russia did this to cover up its torture of Ukrainian prisoners of war. And it's demanding a UN investigation. But Russia's claiming the Ukrainian military killed its own soldiers with American-supplied rockets. CBS News foreign correspondent Holly Williams in Ukraine. Turning to the flooding in eastern Kentucky and some of its neighboring states, it's taken at least 25 lives. Tom Waite reports. Kentucky is racing to recover as receding floodwaters reveal the scope of devastation in the state's hard-struck Appalachian region. Entire communities were wiped out in the catastrophe. While in the western mountain states, there are wildfires again in California and Montana. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 11.03 now on Sunday, July 30th, 2022. 77 degrees outside of the WTOP studios tonight. Good evening, I'm Kristen Wright. The top stories this hour... It started out as a nice Saturday afternoon until gunmen opened fire in northwest D.C. Police say officers chased a car before they shot one of the gunmen. Executive Assistant Police Chief Ashan Benedict says the shootings broke out around 4 o'clock in the Brightwood Park neighborhood. Two vehicles were heading northbound on Georgia Avenue. 
opened fire on a group of individuals that were on Longfellow walking. The individuals shot at returned fire. Two people were hit. Then a few blocks away, police engaged a gunman who drove away to 3rd and Madison Streets Northwest. Officer exited his vehicle. He engaged an armed man, gave a command. Those commands were not complied with, and he discharged his weapon one time. Police say the gunman was critically injured. Chief Benedict says four guns have been recovered from both shooting scenes. In Northwest, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. D.C. police say they're searching for a black sedan and a green sedan. It was a violent start to the weekend in D.C. At least seven people uh, shot Friday. One of them died. These happened in three separate shootings that broke out around 9 o'clock last night. First happened on Alabama Avenue near F and Southeast. A man and woman there taken to the hospital. The man later died. Minutes later on Darrington Street in Southwest, police found two men who had also been shot. Then two other men shot on Rhode Island Avenue near Brentwood Road in Northeast. They are expected to be okay. And then earlier yesterday, a man was shot and killed near the D.C. Maryland border on Whelan Road in Southeast. A D.C. man will spend months behind bars after being convicted for, a, for brutal animal cruelty. In June of 2018, D.C. police and the Humane Rescue Alliance arrived to a home on Brothers Place in southeast D.C. where they found a dog hanging from a fence. It was dead and it had not been fed in over a day and a half. The owner, Jaquan Jackson, also told police he had an alligator. A month later, the HRA and police came with a warrant and removed the five-foot-long reptile that had been kept in a plastic container. They also found another canine with wounds from dog fighting, including an open gash with exposed bone. In all, they removed about a dozen dogs. Jackson will now spend 90 days in jail, and he is banned from owning an animal for a decade. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Police reveal information in the murder of an auto mechanic in the parking lot of a Tacoma Park auto parts store. Photos were released by Tacoma Park Police of the suspect and the vehicle he used to flee the scene of the shooting of Narusan Hamid. Hamid was murdered the morning of July 16th in the parking lot of Advanced Auto Parts in the 6300 block of New Hampshire Avenue in Tacoma Park. Police say their investigation revealed the suspect walked onto Eastern Avenue, then got into a white SUV and drove away on New Hampshire Avenue into D.C. A reward of up to $10,000 is being offered for information leading police to the suspect. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. Metro Transit Police are investigating a peak hour assault. Tammy Ferguson is a pastor at the Bridges to God Ministries. She tells NBC4 that uh, a man groped her on a metro escalator at the U Street station Monday. He reaches over and he clearly grabs my backside. Because I'm thinking, what is going on? I thought somebody was up against me or something from behind. Earlier this week, a 21-year-old woman posted a video on TikTok explaining how she was threatened and sexually harassed at the Foggy Bottom Station. A Metro study in 2018 shows women are twice as likely as men to be sexually harassed on the transit system. Coming up after traffic and weather, busy week on Capitol Hill. We talked to Dow Jones Market Watch columnist Paul Brandis about what it could mean for you. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. 
V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown.